Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. It's Mary Stone on a very cold screened porch, but the sun is literally shining in my eyes and somehow sunshine makes you feel so warm despite the temperatures. Thank you for those that reached back about the last episode, the fall of the leaf. It was fun to hear from so many of you and um, my dear friend Vicki Johnson sent me a card and that was before she read the story. She's a columnist and photographer and makes the most beautiful cards. So I wanted to describe this because it just kind of felt like a sign. So do you hear my card? I'm opening it. On the front is a maple leaf in its fall color and inside, happy Thanksgiving. Each word on a separate line with much love. But what really adds to the delight of this is it says on the back, folklore says that if you catch a falling leaf before it touches the ground, it will bring you good luck. You will be happy for a year, and you won't catch a cold during the winter. She references the old farmer's almanac and has ginkgo biloba leaves, golden yellow on the back. Let me know if you catch one, and if this works, it's magic for you, smiley face. And of course, I can't help but think last time we chatted about the leaf that stuck on my shoulder, that was magic, wasn't it? So it worked, Vicky. <laughs> So this week, we're going to kind of have a continuum of last week's episode, shifting from fall to winter, and it starts like this. Hello, fellow listeners and readers. Early this fall, I attended a luncheon for the Karen Ann Quinlan Hospice volunteers. I sat with my singing buddy, Ken Roberts, and met Suzanne, a fellow volunteer. We chatted about the glorious sunny fall day. Winter is coming! I love winter. It's my favorite time of year, Suzanne said. Me too. I love anticipating a snowstorm and skiing on the fresh cover of fluff. What do you like about winter? I love seeing the trees without their leaves. You can really see their personality. So true. You can see how some branches are twisted or zigzags so leaves can capture the sunshine. Then snow frosts them, creating sculpture. This wasn't part of the story, but one of my other favorite things is I love the crystals that form on the windows, forming the most intricate etchings, each one unique. It's so lovely. I take so many photographs of my windows in the winter. In winter, some folks hide from the elements. Others take to the trails and relish the tranquility when Mother Nature is quiet, though she's not sleeping. Behind the dormant landscape, some call dead, there is much life. Roots are busy preparing for the new growth to come. Did you always like winter, even as a girl? Yes, but it wasn't until later in life I realized why. My mom was an alcoholic. I liked being in school. The routine must have been comforting. Once in a marriage ruined by addiction, I can't imagine how it would be as a child. We long for life to be calm and reliable, to feel secure, but like the seasons, our lives and world are constantly changing. Each season varies from the previous year. Recall the Halloween snow a few years back? 
It was crazy, actually, if you live in this part of the country because leaves were not yet down and so many trees came down and we actually lost power for, I think it was like seven days. It was rather tremendous. Trees toppled, but new trees sprouted. And I look upon my woods now and there's so many new trees that are populating it. It's very heartwarming. Indeed, after every storm, the skies turn bright again. The patients at the home for hospice are in the winter of their lives. Although many are elderly, they aren't always. Sometimes winter comes early. It makes me think we should live each day as if it could be the last. Not easy to do. We get caught up in the to-dos of life and worry over the negativity broadcast around us. But take the time to walk amongst nature, love friends and family, and be kind to neighbors and strangers. Serving others makes every day meaningful. And you never know the difference you are making in someone's life. After the luncheon, while walking with Joe Lee, I reflected on what led me to volunteer. The memories of Brother Bill and I singing by Dad's bedside while in a hospice house in Florida where they lived. Then a handful of years later, the debut of Bill's song, Hope Road, he rocked the first day in hospice care, and how Brother Rick and I sang it at Bill's celebration of life on World Tai Chi Day, second to Easter as his favorite day. I glanced ahead and saw a lump in the road. Perhaps a squirrel was feeding on seeds. As we came closer, it turned out to be a snapping turtle covered in moss about the size of a platter, his head tucked inside with a mossy cap. Bill and I share a strong connection to turtles, marveling over their slow and steady behavior and reverence in many cultures dating back centuries. We spoke about the creation myths of Native American tribes that named North America Turtle Island. That's in episode 19 you may wish to tune into. How am I going to move this big turtle with a dog in hand so he won't get crushed? My heart sank. Then came a man in a white pickup truck who kindly stopped. Which way is he heading? Across the street, but I think he should go back to the pond. Who am I to say? It occurs to me now. Maybe he's a she, the mom of a baby snapper we came upon a few weeks back. Perhaps she was going to check on her nest. He pulled a piece of molding from his truck and masterfully rolled the turtle back to the pond. Each time the turtle landed, a thump. The turtle hissed, mouth wide open, then scurries into the murky water. What is your name? Robert. My dad's name. Thank you, Robert. You lifted my heart. Wishing you many blessings. And as I always suggest, embrace the unexpected in the garden of life. Garden dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com. It really was a magical moment. How many times have you been in a situation where you want to save an animal and you really can't do anything? And so when I saw the truck coming, I waved him down and the fact that he stopped and was so gracious, just so kind and uh, all the significance of the moment really lifted my heart. So you just never know. We all should do the same. I think I have a little bit of time to share one of the stories about, uh, you know, fallen trees and the outcomes of time that heals the forest. And uh, it was a while back, it was during a double header of nor'easters in March when a huge hemlock toppled. I'm looking at it now, actually. And it then became a chain reaction to other hemlocks that fell. But there was a magical moment that came from it. And I'm just going to read a little tidbit from a column dated 2018, talking to trees on Arbor Day, where I mentioned about this old eastern hemlock. 
the sound was like thunder when this all happened. It was really devastating to hear, and the next morning coming out to it with a 32-inch diameter trunk at chest high. It was an enormous root ball, thrice my size. And a neighbor came down and chainsawed it down, and the flap crashed back to the ground, and I brushed away the sawdust to reveal the age of this glorious tree. It was shallow-rooted amongst the shale in the valley near the Jacksonburg Creek on which we live. It was close to 200 years old. And while the smell of the fresh-cut wood reminded me of the pleasant aroma of a new home, it brought great sadness over the fate of this beauty. Hemlock trees are very slow-growing. It takes about 250 to 300 years for them to reach maturity, and they can live to be 900 years old. So the fact that this one was 200, it had much more life it could have lived. But while our sacred hemlock didn't live to full maturity, a young beech tree that was growing beside it rebounded back into place with the promise of new life. So as I said, after every storm, the sun shines again. There is great comfort in that, isn't there? So thanks so much for coming by. I always enjoy our time together on the screen porch, and I hope you have as well. And if so, please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already, so it magically appears in your feed. And share with a friend or two so more can join us in learning and growing in the Garden of Life. Thanks so much. See you next time. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.